0: Okay, Kaz, Mm -hmm. here's what I want to do to start off. I give you, for the next 10 minutes or so, full permission for leaving the podcast, leaving Delta Juliet, Mike, leaving everything behind. I give you full permission for the next few minutes to completely roast me. Go right ahead. Go for it. This is the return of Two Nerdy Black Guys. I'm DJM. That's King Kaz. I left for a while. I thought I was retiring and done with podcasting, but I came back. I left Kaz behind. Kaz, I am sorry. You have permission to roast me. Go right ahead. (laughs) So, all
1: right. This at this this just makes me feel like you don't know me as well. I would not. I would never do that. Right? Like. Mostly because you had a lot of shit going on, right? You had a lot, a lot, a lot of shit going on. And you were trying to just, you wanted to take a moment and figure things out. And we always kind of set this up that it wouldn't be a forever thing. But then as we as we started doing it more and more, we were like, hey, you know what? I enjoy doing this. You enjoy doing this. Why not keep doing it? Um, so we did but i would never ever 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 in the history of my my world or yours like use that as a as a moment to roast you if it was something like man i want to live on an island and then you came back then i would roast you i'd call you a suntan getting coconut eaten motherfucker like like i don't i don't give people shit for fucking letting life get to them that's 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 a no-no in my book.
0: well, Kaz, thank you. you are too too kind uh but yeah, he- here's how it all went down everybody uh a- as I said, I was ninety nine no, I was well, straight up, I was a hundred percent sure that I was done with content creation. I was retiring. I said it, I'm retired, I'm done. For a multitude of reasons. Uh, some things didn't get off the ground, as well as I'd hoped them to. Some projects I just could never dedicate time to, like I did, like I wanted yeah. to. Certain things just never really formulated. Uh, as I would always say, kind of as a running gag with two nerdy black guys, I would always say to Kaz, please, go do your own thing. Go. Go. Go, please leave me behind. Go become a big, huge Twitch star with drunk kids gaming and, and leave me behind, Kaz. Go, go for the love of God. Go. A- and that, that was more truthful th- than a, a lot of people may have actually believed because for a while I was very much not just with this podcast, but all of them really just with. Everything in general, I was very, 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 very burnt out. Because, yeah, it happens. because, and what a lot of people know about me is that it has nothing to do with downloads and it has nothing to do with numbers. Uh, I'm more of a person that likes to constantly evolve and progress and do things and do more things and have the things that I'm currently doing change and evolve and i was at a point where things were not evolving things were not moving things were not progressing my new ideas my new projects they just weren't getting off the ground and it just came to sometime in april to where i just had to say you know what i'm i'm shutting down operations and I feel like it might be for good. Thanks everybody for your patronage and I'll see you on the internet. But as of, but as of April, DJM and Delta Juliet Mike Media was retired. And I was saying, aside from my Twitter handle, you do not have to call me DJM anymore. Fast forward through spring and through the summer and some very tragic personal events happened, um, no secret, I think everybody knows by now if they don't, um, it was the death of my father, Don Majors, uh, that was in May, um, and guys, if, I will just say, if I would not wish that experience on anyone, uh, it is the absolute worst thing imaginable, the death of a parent, it is the absolute fucking worst, it it it's and there's really no other way to describe it it is the absolute fucking worst thing uh, a kid can imagine it it is truly the worst uh but my my family uh at the same time insisted that i did not cancel my trip to uh ColossoCon uh which was on the same day as my father's funeral which was also uh, yours truly giving the eulogy, cause I guess they, they wanted the best speaker in the family to do that. So, yeah. So this, this was all happening on the same day. The funeral, the eulogy, going to Colossal Con, and whew. May 31st, 2017, everybody. That is a day that will live in infamy. Um, and my family insisted that I continue to go to Colossal Con, but that was only one of the things that happened during that time. I also moved again. The apartment that I was in, uh, we agreed not to renew my lease. So I had, the plan was, Kaz, that I was going to stay with my dad uh, for the month of June. While my new place where I'm at currently was getting renovated and getting ready. Unfortunately, certain things happened that were not a part of the plan. The The apartment complex that my dad stayed at, they knew me, they knew who I was, they knew I grew up there. They let me stay there for the month of June because the rent was already paid. But it was time for me and my family to get all of my things and my father's things out of his place because no one was going to be there anymore. And, mm-hmm. and that was the month of June. So really, in a lot of ways, through May, June, and going into July, I moved three times. <laughs> uh, and, and that was, that was something because I nearly didn't get this place because my credit is garbage. I was able to scrounge the money for the security deposit uh, with some help from my family and just my own. Because uh, I actually got denied from uh, the the Michigan's Veterans Trust, but I was able to put it all together, move into my new place here in July, and so far the the biggest thing was that for whatever reason the water keeps having problems, like it's been going off like a few times, and it's weird mm. because I'm really only like a mile away from where I was, like this apartment that I'm in now, it's. The living room is a little bit smaller, but the kitchen is bigger, and Mm -hmm. it's $100 less. And I'm basically in the same neighborhood. Like I'm pretty much in the same neighborhood. I can still go to all of the other places that I would go to, the same CVS, same Walgreens, same grocery store, same stuff. It's really just all kind of in the same area, and I got this place for $100 less. So... After all of this happening, Kaz, I I'm settled down and I'm here. And it really came down to the anime kids, the, the kids on Anna Twitter, as they call it, to yeah. where they were saying that I, I was I was someone that they wanted to have back in the podcasting space, which much to my surprise I got invited on a few things. And it was like, sure, sure. I mean, I'm still retired. But if it comes to it, we'll see. And I talked with Jack at APOS a while ago. And I I said to Jack, I'm not going to do APOS without you. And he said, without hesitation, it's on. And... We talked about it on a post show for Sports Odds and Ends, Kaz and I. I just said, hey, Kaz, how do you feel about doing the old 2NBG again? And Kaz was surprisingly receptive, even though I said very suddenly and unexpectedly, I'm not doing the podcasting anymore. and, And Kaz, again, I'm sorry for dropping that on you out of nowhere. I apologize for that. And, again, I I give you free reign to rant and rave and talk whatever shit you want. Because, honestly, I, I have that coming. I should have told you before. I should have told you ahead of time. But it was... This was... It wasn't a long time coming. It was really only maybe about a week or two. To where it was just like... Yeah everything kind of I don't want to do this anymore I'm done and yeah. I kind of I dropped it on Jack and I dropped it on it's in season Cody and Shay and you really all on the same day I I told all you guys pretty much within a few hours of one another and yeah that that's that's kind of how it went down in in April Uh, Fast forward to August, and yeah, now we're we're here. Uh, The the cat seems to be interested in the story, and here we are, Mister Cooper, two nerdy black guys on a podcast.
1: I'll say this right: it wasn't ever so. You know, this show, as is a a few others that I do, is a passion project, right? It's 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 within the realm of things that I'm trying to do, that I'm trying to figure out how I could make a career out of one day, but it's not being done in a way that's like, oh man, like, you know, that going away, like hurts me in that way. It's more just like, I was like, you know, my friend's going through some shit. He needs a moment. I'm going to give him the moment. And then if he says he wants to come back, I like, I never said it to you, but I was like, if he says he wants to come back, I'll be right fucking there and I'll be fucking ready. Like, and that's what I'll do because that's what you do for a friend. You needed a moment. I knew you needed a moment. You took your moment and you you were like, I'm kind of thinking about it. And I was like, well, think about it. Think about it. And if you want to do it, I'll be here. Like, and that's that is just is what it is. Like, uh, like I haven't I haven't had big ones. I've had like really small moments in the history of doing this stuff where I'm just like, I don't think I want to do it anymore. I don't think it. I don't think it's going anywhere. You know, I've had those moments. They exist. You ha- They have. Yes, it's true. But I I would always. Take it and do the same way you did. I would, I would talk to you about it. I would just let you know what's going on. And I would be like, man, I think I just need to take this moment, you know? Like, and it, it fucking happens, you know? So I'm just, I'm just glad that you're in a space where you feel like you can come back and do this stuff again. Cause I know you have a passion for it. Like, even with nothing else, I know you have a passion for doing this stuff. I know you like doing this stuff. And it's, it's good for you too, I feel.
0: I, I hope it is. I hope it is. This is, this is my creative outlet. Uh, I mm-hmm. said once, uh, when I was on a show with Jackie Hearn, this is my creative outlet. Some people draw. Some people cosplay. Some people do things on Twitch or YouTube. These podcasts that I do are my creative outlet. They are. How mm-hmm. I express myself. And I believe everyone needs that kind of thing, whatever it is. And again, I went through a lot of things in my life to where it had to be put on the back burner. I thought that it might have been permanent. I, I really mm-hmm. did. It, it, I was very convinced that, that I was done and retired uh probably more than michael jordan but not as much as calvin johnson being retired from the lions i'll put it that way so i was yeah i was definitely sure that i was retired and not that it was just a break like i was sure it was done and over with but it's not apparently
1: I mean, I don't know. I I don't really know what to say other than, like, I'm well, just glad you took your moment, I'm glad you had your rest, and I'm glad you're back. And I will say, Kaz,
0: thanks for doing two nerdy black guys with me. I don't say that enough.
1: Fucking any tisime, my dizzude.
0: All right, Mr. Cooper. I actually have something... That I want to talk about with you. All right. Let's something go. Let's do that, it. Something that let's is Let's see if we can do this. Something that is so very millennial and trendy in oh 2017.
1: All right. You show might over. hate
0: me for it. But <laughs> when I tell you about show's it, show's done. We're
1: retiring the show.
0: <laughs> Look, Kaz, if we no, play right. this what is, right, what is it? if we play this right, this could even be an ad read someday. Who knows? What I've been doing is a meal subscription service. Are you familiar with these casts?
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I I know a couple people that do these, and and those aren't as millennial as as some of the things I thought you could have been talking about. There are some things out there that are just hinder my brain, and I just I don't understand.
0: Okay, well, I will say that I. While I was away, I started this meal subscription service through a site mm-hmm. Home Chef, uh, based out of Chicago. And they took my information of what I like to eat, what I'm looking for, nutrition-wise, diet-wise, and all of that. And it started with three meals that they would deliver. I, I okay. narrowed it down to two. Only because... There are times where I'm still kind of like, eh, I don't feel like cooking. But when I have their meals here, it's, it's all fresh food, fruit, meat, vegetables, spices, all of that. They, they bring all of that. The only thing you really need in your own kitchen is like utensils and yeah. some salt and pepper. And I have to say with I've been doing this for about three weeks now. And with mm-hmm. the exception of one meal, it's, it's an A plus, man. It really is. Yeah. Like I, I've been really impressed. That's the great. meals, you can select the meals from their whole menu that they send you every week. It is once a week. Uh, the, the only issue is that they do go through FedEx and FedEx has been. Uh, uh, blankety blank and razzlefrag and pain in the keister, uh, for delivering to my new place. So I just pick it up at the, the FedEx drop off, which is like a block away from, from my house. Okay.
1: Yeah, so. If- I, I, I get the
0: food. I, I put the meat in the freezer, all of the other ingredients in the fridge or in the, the vegetable tray, wherever it goes and then when i decide i want to make something they have the the instructions and the recipes all there on a nice piece of paper and i just go to it and mm-hmm. with the exception of one it's all been good man and hey who knew cooking is okay like i'm, I'm when you When you have things that actually look good and you pick them out yourself and you don't have to go to the grocery store and be like, well, what do I want? And I don't know. And then you end up cooking the same things for yourself. The same spaghetti, the same chicken. mom spaghetti. the The same stuff over and over and over for months on end. Rather than with Home Chef, like I'm getting new stuff all the time and that's so cool because i'm crazy and i'm always looking for new things to try and do all the time because i'm insane i i love it i i absolutely love it and yeah being the lazy schlub that i am it makes cooking not so bad yeah that's one of the so so
1: the meal subscription services right for me the thing that i found interesting about them is the the ease of use right so it's it's super it, it makes it super easy for and i don't even call it the millennial thing but just for the super busy single individual right like it it's hard as a single individual to be like oh um you know i'm going to i'm going to prep i'm, I'm going to have time to go to the grocery store buy all of the things i need to make meals every night and still be able to like uh still be able to to get everything that i want to get done done like it just doesn't happen right um It's really, really hard. It's, it's hard when you, when you're a couple and you, you try to do those things because you got to try to figure out the time management for one of you going to the store and the other ones at home. And it's just, it's hard. So I, I found these things to kind of be interesting and I don't mind them at all. I think they're really, really cool. I think they're super duper useful. And I like, I just, I, I like what they are I like the whole idea of it. Right. I almost like I like even the closing subscription, but even that to a certain extent, I thought was silly. Right. But this makes so much sense to me. I in the that Current too, landscape yes. of things. I know. But I want to I wanted to try it, too. Like, so I'm not I'm not really, really giving you shit because I kind of want to try it. I kind of want to see what it's like. Like, Dude, I, I have I an offer code. going
0: shopping. I have no a shit. promo code, man. Um, dude i got you <laughs> we we but, can talk we can talk offline on that i'll give you an offer code um don't confuse me uh but come, come like, on even, even with it's, all those things right i feel like i will i will admit the the subscription service i'm with is a little broy. it's a little broish, but I mean, not i'm too a little bro as well it's not a little. But, it's, it's it's not much. It's 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 okay. It's okay.
1: But I think you lots of good genes.
0: I think I do too. I need too. And for me, with the forty-hour job and then the hobby that takes enough of my time, and then mm-hmm. the social life of things that happen in conventions that we can only talk about on Apos. Cause I don't want to bring it up again to protect the innocent. I am one of those busy people. I, I really am. And home chef, five, four, these things that can just come to my door or, or come to the FedEx that's a block away. So I can pick them up cause FedEx, whoever delivers here is a dick. I can just pick it up. It's, it really is. A huge convenience and and I'm glad we have those things I, I'm glad mm-hmm. we have those conveniences and these are things that I'm willing to pay for e- even though I don't have a ton of income to throw around Th- things like food and clothing i i can I can throw the I can throw money around on food and clothing i I think that's okay isn't it yeah no i i so
1: it's the ease of use right like i have this problem now right and 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 now you're kind of making me and, and other people have made me start to contemplate trying one of these services because i'm trying to get back it to working out and i don't mean just maintain and lose weight i mean like legitimately like i want to get back to how i was like late teens or early 20s where i kind of like Worked out, was building muscle, doing those kind of things, right? Which means I gotta eat a lot, right? It's it's not the the, the eating less that you have to do when you just want to lose weight. No, you gotta you gotta feed the muscle growth, and I spend a lot of time. Now, see, I want to ask reading you about, about food now. Second.
0: I do want to ask you What's about up? this. Okay, because for me, it is not so much the muscle growth. For me, I I am mm. okay with where I am. In that regard, but like a lot of people, I have I have fat in certain places that I just kind of want to get rid of, and I I say I, I'm of the belief that short of developing a cocaine addiction, losing weight is pretty much impossible. It's pretty much impossible. So I'm I'm looking for ideas short of like starvation and mm-hmm. cocaine addiction because sometimes those two coincide with one another you know you're <laughs> if you're a drug addict you sometimes forget to eat so so i'm looking for ideas cuz again with the home chef i'm eating healthier and i i am not eating as much yeah so i'm i'm trying to figure out if this is going to work, or should I just allow father time to give me that L and just
1: no, accept I, my fate? So I, I don't like, but there are so many people now because of the knowledge of how to stay healthier as you get older that have really, really, really great, great health and, and maintain their bodies really well and i think that that is what i want to shoot for right like because there used to be a certain point where people were kind of just like oh you know you reach a certain age and you kind of just stop doing those things and i think that was just kind of laziness and and the acceptance of the acceptance of like oh you know you reach a certain age and it's okay to let yourself go and i'm like nah fuck that it's not okay to do those things. Um and as I've been reading tr- up
0: more, it's like And the thing is, Kaz, I am trying. I am trying. Yeah, it, it is it, it gets working. a little
1: bit harder. You have a slower metabolism, you gotta kinda pay attention a little bit more to to the glutens and the fibers and all those things and and, and it takes a little bit more effort, but that's why things like these meal subscription services are super cool, right? Because you're you're your squale your your squale your square meals a day are taken care of to me right with those kind of things right so your 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 dinners your lunches are kind of taken care of with those things the the things well for me right so for what i'm trying to do and what i'm trying to maintain it's those in between meals of of breakfast dinner and lunch right when you're building muscle, you kind of have to always be eating, right? Because you have to always feed the muscle growth. So, I have to always have snacks around, right? So, but those snacks also have to be very healthy as well. Um, so, wow. I'm I'm buying protein bars again and buying like packages of nuts and and um. See, my in between like, meal is all those water. Things.
0: I'm just drinking well, water yeah.
1: constantly. No, I'm also getting back to drinking a shit ton of water, which I forgot how much can be a task when you don't do it and i'm just like oh this is this is a task to drink a lot of water a day but it's it, getting back to it's where it's task. becoming it is it, uh, it, it, it's getting to the point now where it's becoming second nature right so i'm always like oh, i'm out of water let me go get more which that let's talk never about
0: happens with me <laughs> it never happens
1: <laughs> which uh has put me on a shopping uh thing djm right and and uh, for anybody who listens to this and would like to, this is the moment where where I need your help, right? Because I want one of those really, really nice thermoses, like those really nice metal thermoses that I could just carry around all day, a shit ton of water, and it'll stay not cold. It doesn't have to stay cold, but it will stay nice and cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I want. I want it to just stay nice and cool. Um, that's all I asked for and I'm, I'm, I'm keep looking, but I haven't necessarily found the one that I'm looking for yet. So I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to find
0: it. See, I'm really bad because I have a gallon jug Mm -hmm. and I have to make sure that I don't keep buying them because I, I like the gallon jugs of water. I should just refill it because I have yeah. a Brita filter at home. Yeah, I should. Maybe. Yeah. Like I said, th- th- what you're saying is second nature is not second nature to me. It's so hard to do.
1: It is. It It is. It gets it gets really hard to do. I can tell you right now on my desk, there are five bottles of water.
0: Three of them. That's that was that's my desk at work right now. That is my desk at work.
1: Actually, four of them are completely empty. One has like the smattering of water left in it, so I need to go grab another one pretty soon. Like, so it's just it's 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 rough, man. It's rough to to live the healthy lifestyle, man. It's a. It's a thing you got to do, it's a thing you got to think about, you got to maintain it, and you're just like, oh, man, this is this is just rough. I don't want to do this. <laughs> it's
0: a pain in the ass. It is a pain in the ass. But, you know, it might be worth it someday. That's what they say. Oh, yeah. It definitely will be. Not even, not even for anyone else, just for you. Skeptical Deej is skeptical. That's all I'll say. Although, well, know, seems like, seems like whatever I'm doing seems to be working this summer. That things have things have been rather interesting this summer. I'll put it that way. So whatever I'm doing seems to be working. That's all I'll say. So I guess, I guess we got to trust the process, right, Cas? Oh yeah.
1: You have to, you have to, you have to trust you. You have to trust the process. You have to trust things. You have just, you just got to trust, not, not blindly, not blindly, but you have to trust.
0: I, I choose to you trust to in the heart of the cards. <laughs> oh, Kaz, by the way, uh, a couple of nights ago uh, on that particular yeah. topic, I actually watched a movie. I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! The Dark Side of Dimensions. All right. See, here's the thing. A lot of people think that my love of the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime is ironic. Like, the younger millennial generation, they really only know Yu-Gi-Oh! and the characters through the abridged series, which is very entertaining in its own right. It is entertaining. But I, mm. I'm very much someone who loves this corny, cheesy anime about how card games will save the world through the power of monsters from ancient Egypt. And you always have to learn to trust in the heart of the cards. And th- that's kind of my mantra w- with most things. And as silly and goofy and as weeaboo as that is... It works for me now. Dark Side of Dimensions. It was it was an okay movie. It had some duels. It had the the voice cast from the anime that that everyone knows, Uh, and it had some great moments that that really strike you in the feels, as they say. So, and you're you're really gonna get mad at me for this, Kaz. I actually paid for it.
1: Why would I be mad? Like I paid for some I paid for some weird anime at my time. I paid for some one off shit ass anime just because it looked interesting and it was gonna be the only way for me to watch it. Like that's the last thing I'm gonna be mad about.
0: Okay. So you're you're not mad that I that I paid three bucks to YouTube for what is essentially Oh you paid to
1: YouTube? Yeah, I did. So I so because of something me and PD were doing, I try. I, I got a trial for YouTube Red, right? And yeah, I did that of, earlier this year. Outside of the one thing, the one thing um, that I I needed to use it for, I have no, I have no view on why I would keep it, and I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm just trying to like look and be like now.
0: I will say this, Kaz, I did not keep YouTube Red either. But let me see if the one thing you had it for is the one thing I had it for. And that was when I have my phone and I'm watching Mm -hmm. things on YouTube on my phone, sometimes I like to go to the home screen and open other things up. Or sometimes I'll hit the power and turn off the screen. Or if I'm just listening to a song from YouTube. With YouTube Red... It continues to play, but with normal YouTube, it does not. That was my one yeah. big thing.
1: Um, I did notice that, uh, and so I noticed that, and then the thing. So the thing that came out of that for me was it. It wasn't necessarily why I got it. It wasn't necessarily why I got it, but it was, it's kind of been a thing that's been nice. Like I didn't even notice that that was a feature till I was sitting at work the other day and I was just doing something where I just had to sit for a while. I, I didn't have to do like normal dealing with the customer stuff. So I was just sitting at the desk working on stuff and I was watching a YouTube video and, and I, I, closed it to talk to somebody and i didn't realize that it was still playing because i had the volume relatively low and i went back and i was like oh the video is still playing and i was like oh the video is still playing i was like that's interesting it'll it'll play well it's closed now and i was like hmm but at the same time it was like is that worth ten dollars a month for me <laughs> like It's it's hard. It's a hard idea to think about. So I'm I'm, I gotta figure that out. I gotta think about that.
0: I would say that was one the one thing that really stood out to me. But that was just one thing. Like if YouTube just Mm -hmm. put that there in their normal app, they'd be set for life. But I guess that's one of those things that they They want to get people to pay for it uh have you ever, yeah. have you tried uh the brand new YouTube TV? Have you seen that?
1: no see i don't pay attention yeah. I don't pay attention to YouTube as much as I used to and I'm starting to feel like I should have they're
0: they're trying to do a, a live TV thing kind of like with PlayStation and everything else that wants to do more than just their one service they want to offer more it's it's YouTube's version of that. But, Kaz, you, you brought up something. I I, I want to know. I'm asking you, what are you paying attention to these days, Mr. Cooper? What has your attention? Sports? Uh, I'm paying, well,
1: okay, so eSports mostly, very much so. Uh, I'm paying more and more attention to eSports than I was before. Um, and because I, I don't know, it's I'm starting to get into more eSports than I have been before. Uh and it's just becoming way more interesting to me. And it's becoming I don't know, it's just becoming something that I'm enjoying.
0: What games in particular?
1: Uh so Overwatch, as as you know, because we talk about it on sports odds and ends and how much it triggers me. And how much the pro scene is triggering me because it's it's it it is on this precipice of of if it fails, it could almost bring down eSports. I um, uh, Still interested in League. Kind of starting to to waver a little bit. It's not really doing much for itself. So it's not doing much for me. Uh, Counter-Strike has become really interesting to me. Uh, passively Dota, just because of how much money is in that eSport. And I'm trying to figure out where it all comes from. Uh, for a game that is not as popular as the other one so i'm like hmm i'm wondering why they have more money to spend on their their tournaments than other people do um
0: dota I've is started... activision right are they activision
1: dota is that i want to oh say. yeah they they got money
0: they got money um is it they Val? got that steam money no yeah. wait no, no. I feel like uh, I just I looked. Like I'm saying I just looked correctly. Okay. No, no. I just looked. I just looked. Yeah. Dota is Valve, so they got that Steam money. So yeah, I- I'm guessing that's what is coming.
1: Counter Strike is also uh, partially Valve as well, which uh, uh, yeah. a very so a very interesting thing. Right, came out of um came out of uh Counter Strike. So there were these guys um who. Had been banned a couple years ago for match fixing, um, and they recently got unbanned. Not totally unbanned. They they're not unbanned by Valve, but they're unbanned by pretty much every other event um, that that exists in the tournament realm for for Counter Strike. And there has been this really big split of people who are like. They should stay banned or people who are like, oh, it's about time that they got unbanned. And I just want to know your thoughts on on something like that, on like. You do something, it's wrong. Um, Of course, they tried to hide it when when things came out about, oh, people are saying that you you could you possibly did this thing and they were like no no it didn't didn't happen dude didn't happen we didn't throw that match um do you think in those situations people like that should just be forever banned or they should be given second chances
0: This is something that I've seen in the fighting game side of things a couple of times where players that are friends or players that are on the same teams, they'll fix certain matches so they can face certain people in tournaments and and what have you. And they will be banned for like a year or they'll be disqualified and and the like. Mm -hmm. Because in the fighting game world, things aren't completely regulated, So if a person is disqualified from a tournament or banned from a tournament, they can just go to the next one. But guaranteed, next year's tournament of that same name, they're not going to be allowed in. Okay. I believe that the punishments that fit the crime. If it is something that is truly, truly out of line, then Mm -hmm. if if a person is banned, leave them. It can be for one year or two years or whatever, hold to that, hold to it, yeah, if you say these guys for what they did, they are banned from competition for two years they they face a two year ban from competition,
1: so, say these You're guys out. You're were gone. given more or less a lifelong ban in everyone else's eyes in 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 how it. Was worded how it was said they were just banned forever and it kind of was in a very weird situation right so they they fixed. i feel the match. like
0: a I i feel like a forever ban is something that would have to be just huge like it would have to have ramifications on the whole sport you know like if, if there was like a major tournament that was broadcasted live over the world and then some shenanigans went down or something was reported after the fact. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing where I would say that's a lifetime ban.
1: Well, so so they they did the thing um, they took the money, of course um, and then they they deny deny denied right which is i mean i i I don't see any other way you could do that right you you just you kind of have to deny that that shit happens but it's not always
0: the crime cas cas it's not always the crime it's the cover-up
1: yeah and i think that is what a lot of people say is it was the cover-up that kind of got them right because a lot of these guys were also streamers. A lot of these guys were were very, very big names in the community. Um, And, you know, they valve kind of looked at it, like, you know, you're causing an issue. You're causing a precedent that, you know, and use them as an example because everyone else feels like if it wasn't people who were so big named at the time, That the ban would have been for like a year or two rather than what was considered a forever ban. Um, so now these guys are unbanned from, from most tournaments, not the big valve, uh, valve. What's the word I'm looking for? Like sanctioned tournaments. They're still banned from those. Got it. Um, but they can compete in everything else. Um, and one of the guys was talking about this, uh, and he was like, So it, he's like, to a certain extent, that's cool, right? Because I can compete again. And it's the thing I've, I've wanted to do forever. It's why I got into playing this game because I wanted to compete in this game. And he's like, and that's, it's the passion that I have. But he's like, but then at the same time, to start building a team now. Right? He's like, it's going to be hard, right? Because I got to either con- – because most people are either signed right now or about to be signed. So he's like, I either got to – and he's like, he doesn't want to play for another team. He'd want to make a team. And he's like, one, I'd have to convince people to play with me. Two, I'd have to – to you because know, he doesn't want to play with everyone he played with before for whatever particular reason. He's like, I ought also have to convince somebody – to play for our team and devote all that time to a team. And then they'd possibly, they'd possibly not be able to ever compete for a major championship. And, you know, like that's a hard sell, you know? And I was just, I I, think it's just one of those things. I'm just, I don't know what they're going to do.
0: I think you've got to set a precedent. And if mm-hmm. you break down the hammer, you've you've got to break down the hammer and say a ban is a ban.
1: Yeah. I mean, sometimes I you know. got to do I, that. I, sometimes I think you do have to do that. And I think to a certain extent, like it's weird right because these guys are still going to be in a weird place right because when they're now they're if, if they go for teams they have to convince teams to pick them up right no team is going to want to pick up a, a player that that is going to be good but then can't compete in every tournament they send them to like that's just no 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 organization is going to want that for themselves right no organization is going to be like oh yeah we'll pick you up and 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 pay you but then have to also pick well, that, up somebody else that can play in your place that's on sometimes. the players
0: that's on the players yeah they made that and mistake. Then even they have to live with the consequences
1: yeah and, and i just feel like even being unbanned they're still kind of banned you know like like because it's gonna take a while and I a lot of people say they think this is a transition to prove that like they're not going to be assholes again like or, or do something weird but I mean I don't know it, it's just it's a very odd situation I kind of I kind of agree with you to a certain extent I, I feel like if that was me in that position I'd probably rather just still be banned and make money doing other things and just have to deal with the fact that I'd never be able to compete again I'd, I'd also probably wouldn't have done what they did (laughs) but it's just i don't know i don't know it's it's hard to say without ever being
0: in that person's shoes i feel like if you're willing to do the crime you've got to be willing to do the time as don Mm -hmm. majors used to say yeah, Point
1: and uh, a lot of people in their community are like, um, they they should have just did community service and stuff like that because they feel, and I think it's only because people feel bad for one player in particular who was in that situation, whereas two of the other guys were in their mid to late twenties, and then two of the other guys on their team were team were teenagers, right? And everybody's like. It's hard to say that the two guys who were 14 at the time shouldn't ever get to have another chance to compete again.
0: Okay, see, that's interesting. I would say that in that case, when they turn 18, then we might be able to have a discussion. I think that would be... Because I, I do think that you've gotta, you've gotta learn consequences. The thing about pro gaming is that it is still very Wild West in a lot of, a lot of regards. There's very few sanctioning bodies. There's not a lot of organization. It, it, it's still, a lot of it is still being put together. Yeah. So I think this is one of those things where players, there needs to be a certain level of contact. And if these giant companies like Valve or like Capcom want to be a sanctioning body for esports, they need to have guidelines and stick to them. So with the ones that you're saying were 14, I would say if it is a quote-unquote lifetime ban, maybe whomever it was could reexamine it when they're 18. I would say that would be... That would be fair. I mean,
1: I think he's, I think one of the, I mean, I don't know. I, I, so my, my thing with it is I feel like what should have happened to me in that situation with what they did and what the, the, the problem with what they did is and what it presents is I feel like it should have been community service right like definitely banned for a year or two and then limited like 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 you have to you have to donate to trick like i would it, i would have made them pay in other ways and not taken com- competing away from them especially in such a limited landscape of of Competition, you know. I hear you. But I hear you. It, it's weird. It's a, like you said, the esports is a weird landscape still with with being a sport.
0: It is. It's it's something that still has to be figured out at all levels, uh, and it's mm-hmm. the things that you're describing that are really really complicated are a lot of the things that the fighting game world is very hesitant to take on and and is very hesitant about the whole big esports thing, because the fighting game community is very self-regulating and self-policing in a lot of ways. So, big esports and a lot of things with fighting games don't always mesh together, but it it remains to be seen. There, There have been incidents where guys have been banned from tournaments and banned from competing, but again a lot of things in the fighting game world are very self regulating so mm. so this is this is interesting to me uh, just the divide between the other esports games and what happens with the fighting game world and, and the various games so this yeah, is really fascinating me just to hear that other side of it it's
1: interesting. Like it's it's very interesting to me because I've I've also like I've I've always generally and because I've never ever dug into things, been interested in like oh you know like oh man you know what that guy must have did what they said he did so he deserves it like, but I am just kind of starting to read into these things more and you're like I could I can almost see how that how that happens like I can see certain things, right? Because for them, they took it as like, oh, you know what? It's a it's a quick a buck. And we almost, like... it. It was still bad. No matter what, it's still bad, right? But they were like, it was a smaller tournament and nobody's going to be paying attention. So we could kind of get away with this. But, like, it's still something you should not be doing. Just not at all, man. Can't be doing that shit.
0: No, just... Keep it on the level. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't
1: cheat. Yeah, never be a dick. Never. Don't be a dick. Don't cheat. Uh, don't... I don't know. I don't have anything else on that. Just don't cheat. Shake Just hand, don't cheat in general. Shake hands and say GG. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you, so, are you a proponent of, of not over you know, the top?
0: You know but, me, Kaz. I like to follow the code of honor.
1: Yeah, but... Well placed shit talk, not not over the top, but like just some
0: well Cass, friendly. Come on, I, I'm a fan of the fighting game community. Let, let's yeah.
1: But <laughs> I'm saying, is that is that I, being a fan of the fighting game community, right? Is that something you're okay with, or is it something that you're like, eh, I wish guys didn't do it as much?
0: I go back and forth because. I see it at times go a little too far. Yeah. But most of the times it's, it's okay. It's, it's just banter. It's just cutting a promo. It's, Mm -hmm. and lots of times once the tournament's over, a lot of these dudes are out at the bar getting drinks with one another and taking selfies and hanging with fans. So it's not a huge deal unless it goes way too far. And everyone knows when it goes way too far. Like when controllers get thrown and, you know, w- when a controller <laughs> gets slammed or when an arcade stick gets broken, that's when it's like, okay, that's enough. That's, <laughs> that's when it goes too far. Yeah. I,
1: I don't but know. Me I'm, personally, I'm a fan
0: of, I'm, I follow the code of honor. I I will only I'm a, I'm a, talk. I'll only talk with my really close friends.
1: Yeah, like I'm a fan of a little bit of shit talking as long as it's, it's okay and and done in a, in a good way and like nobody's overly rude. Like like don't 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 shit talk people to the point where you're like like you're you're talking about their family and shit like that talk about their their in-game skill like as long as you leave the shit talk about things that are in-game alright I'm cool with it I agree like, I'm, I completely I'm definitely agree. cool with that
0: just keep it in the game and in in the fighting game world and, and I'm sure you see this especially in like Counter-Strike teabagging uh, where do you stand on teabagging Cass? <sighs> Sometimes it's okay,
1: but I don't find, I don't, I, I feel like it creates a bad president when done, like in, in, when you're in a really close game, like, a, so for counter strike, right. When you're in a really close match and then it comes down to that one v one and you're both kind of playing mind games and, and one of you gets the better of the other in the mind game kind of thing. And you're just like, fuck you. I got you like, yeah, motherfucker got you that at that moment it could be okay but in general i don't i don't i don't agree with it i don't i, I think it's kind of distasteful it's 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 the the celebration of taking the ball and then and throw like like take it's the scoring the touchdown, taking the ball back to the the 50-yard line and then stomping the ball into the the other team's logo. Like, all right, you now you're doing too much.
0: Well, Kaz, th- this is where we disagree. Because <laughs> what? At, at least at least in the fighting game world, there there are certain like world champion players, uh, one in particular, knuckle Dew uh for Street Fighter. In the biggest matches against the best players, even if the match isn't free, he will occasionally teabag. And (laughs) it is equally hilarious and terrible because these are these world championship high-level matches. And he will do this because, as they say, it's all a part of the meta. It's the meta game. It's the mental game. And as a fan, as a spectator, you'll see that and it's like, Oh, he just did that in the middle of grand finals. Wow. (laughs) This guy is unreal levels of confidence. This is insane. And given that it's Knuckle Dew, when he, if he does lose, it's a huge shock, but then it's always like, ah, see, that's what you get for being disrespectful. It's a matter of karma, yeah. really. It's karma. Like, if if you teabag and you lose, it's karma for being disrespectful. If you teabag and win, you're a god for doing it and getting away with it. Yeah. It, it's all in the heart of the cards.
1: <laughs> I guess. It's, I just, I'm always like, you, you gotta be that guy, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Because <laughs> sometimes it's, it's it just okay. backfires on people because other people just get mad and then they're like, OK, now we're taking this serious and now I'm going to punch you in the face like in like not not physically, but they're like, now I'm going to actually try to really, really step my game up and really, really, really try to come back at you. And then it just turns into like less about being good at the game and then people just just do shit that they shouldn't, man. And I'm just like, fuck, like. Chill out.
0: We should all chill out. We should all chill out. Yeah, man, and and, and be more respectful. And Kaz, I respect you for doing two nerdy black guys with you, me again. Sir.
1: It has been, it's been, and, it's been odd. We haven't done the, the slower, talky show in a while, so it's been good to get back and do it. I love it. I see, enjoy and, it. I'm glad and you're what back did I say? Again.
0: And what did I say on Sports Odds and Ends that you needed to do? Slow down.
1: Sports Odds and Ends is a fast-paced show. We're going 100 miles an hour, man.
0: We've got to keep it going. But I'm the producer, and, and when I say you can slow down a little bit and, and just converse... Coming in hot and, at turn and, six. It's okay. <laughs> nah, yeah. When the producer says you can slow down, you can slow down. It's fine. But yeah, Sports Odds and Ends, that's a show that Kaz does with JVZ where they cover the week in sports and esports and occasionally some of the more interesting stories in the world of sports. That's sports odds and Look for it in iTunes and all the other places. That's sports odds ends, the sports cast for the fly by night sports fan. Brandon Cooper, King Kaz, my friend, mm-hmm. tell me what else you have going on and you better have some stuff going on. For as long as I've been gone, I always ask you about stuff you're go- you're doing. What are you doing,
1: Cass? So, you know what? One of the biggest things I got going on is we're doing our 1st officialish, with qu- quotation marks, um, event in Las Vegas for DKG to kind of celebrate a couple of milestones that we hit a while ago. Um, and now new milestones are going to get wrapped into that. So um so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting little event happening in Vegas. And I don't I'm not even sure all of what we're gonna do or if we're gonna do anything or everything. Or well whatever. Kaz
0: as the old saying goes, what happens in Vegas will probably get you banned from Twitch. So good luck. Depend depends.
1: You gotta be you gotta be those high up there maintaining thousand views guys then you don't get banned at all you just get a timeout
0: well just just you know when you're in vegas have some cash on you that's all i'm gonna say mm-hmm.
1: oh man i'm gonna i'm gonna be a nice lovely gentleman i'm not gonna do anything crazy
0: when did i become the the crazy debaucherous one and you become the gentleman because i don't know if anybody listened to the the newest episode of the anime podcast of some sort and my events at colossal con i don't know how many of you guys listened to that yet but yeah if this is how it is now where kaz is the gentleman and i'm the debaucherous one oh boy
1: See so my thing is I I just I say these things but then I do the opposite. I just don't put it. I, I, I,
0: I don't I don't disclose any of these things until after they've already happened and I've done them. I guess that's the difference between you and I. I don't <laughs> talk about them, I just do them. Oh yeah. No. See, I always feel like I,
1: I'm, I'm, I try to be the very open podcaster, and I'm like, I'm going to talk about things, guys. But no, I, I hide a lot of things. Sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, this and is this is my political apology. I'm sorry. I've been, i it has come to hatched. my
0: attention. It, it has come to my attention that old DJM is not as boring as he thinks he is, especially over the course of summer 2017. That, that is. That is what has happened. So, everybody, this is going to be an all-new Two Nerdy Black Guys, where we're both just lecherous bastards. (laughs) Okay. How's that, Cass? I'm down with with it. I'm down with it. All right. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back uh, in a little bit. Thanks for listening.